0: World of Warcraft community is the best community ever. It is so good. You're on how much it's helped solidify friendships, you know, like... The third faction is the important, is truly the most important, because we all have a say in it.
1: Hello, and welcome to The Third Faction, a podcast about the community of World of Warcraft. This is show 25, holy cow... It's Friday, the 28th of May, 2021. I'm your host, Meet North, but you can call me Demi. And sadly, I'm not joined by Brico. I really, really, really hope he's okay because I know he's gonna be gutted to miss this show. Because well, there's only really one way to introduce these guys, because as Daggar would always tell us, knowledge is power, and no wow couple is more knowledgeable than Tally and Evertel. Hi guys! Oh, hello.
0: Yeah, that's a really nice way of introducing us. Intro. Yeah, that's brilliant. Thank I you. love the way you like to do, do that this. one. Only one way to introduce this couple It's like, oh, something we've never <laughs> made before. <laughs> I'm keeping it. Yeah. i I business cards reprinted.
2: Oh, again? Yes. Oh, it's a
1: joy to be here, Demi. Thank you for having (laughs) us. I'm delighted that you made it, guys. It's just, it's a real treat to have you here. And I know Bricko will be kicking himself, but we are hoping, we're actually hoping that he's had some sort of power cut and he's not just overslept because it is 5 a.m. in Minnesota. He had confirmed that this time would be okay because he does do this time quite often for the podcast. Um, So fingers crossed, it's something out of his control rather than he's just overslept. (laughs) I'm hoping
0: he's overslept. I'm hoping at some point during the course of this podcast, we'll just see a man in a towel <laughs> <laughs> and, like, sitting down flustered God, the and yeah. like, oh, very relaxed
2: yeah. <laughs> very relaxed yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the only way you can actually get away with being late you have to just like you just, just have have like to... it was all part yeah. of the plan yeah you have to like own when it. i was an actor i used to uh, sometimes go on stage late and yeah. the only way you could ever get away with it was to instead of running on in a panic You have to open the door very slowly, (laughs) and then step on very deliberately. (laughs) And everyone's like, "Well, it took a while, but it was worth it."
1: Yeah, you made it in the
0: end, ladies and (laughs) and gentlemen.
1: Yes, yeah. Oh yes, the chorus in chat just saying that Bricko and a towel will bring in the views. Well, probably he's a tall, handsome man, so who knows? No doubt. (laughs) So, what have you guys been doing in (laughs) Wow? In the lull? I mean, we don't have any of
2: those around here now. Oh no. (laughs)
1: <laughs> so what have you guys been up oh, to this so, week? Yeah, what have we yeah. been up to in the lull? Oh! Apart from um, making... I, I mean, videos,
2: to be honest,
0: it's been a busy week for us, like, outside of the game as well, because we've been... uh We both got, like, jabbed. We've both been stuck with needles this week. Yeah. Hey. So, you know, like, a lot of one-handed WoW playing. Oh, as yeah. As usual, we're used to that. And... <laughs> uh but no so like um we, th- i've been kind of like vaguely preparing uh for tbc by leveling a new character um getting my shaman mm-hmm. up to speed i'm not gonna lie probably gonna boost that shaman no I'm, you I'm, wouldn't I'm dare. Gonna do it i'm you probably gonna wouldn't boost it dare. i'm probably gonna be like nah, I'm, I'm getting there like look i've thoroughly enjoyed it it's been really good like the, the old classic leveling so involved so yeah. um <laughs> atmospheric so like it's been great i've loved it uh boosting it next up (laughs) next up on the leveling um schedule is Tanaris. i was like looking at it i was looking at it just like Mm, no boosting that
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) i've just been chipping away at world quests doing my anima grind um Gonna try and, and do another key at some point this week. I think You'll stream just this afternoon.
0: That'd be the perfect time.
2: Yeah, well, th- that's the plan.
0: Well, do what I did and just get loads of people on stream to help you out and carry you to Keystone yeah, Master. Yeah, I would literally never. you're got Keystone Master this week. You did? Like, yeah, I yeah, yeah, there you go. I well, there Keystone you go. I, I, <laughs> I was such a passive participant in it that <laughs> I it literally slipped my mind. But I did. I got <laughs> Keystone Master stuff on that, <laughs> and I got I got six of my keys today. Um uh, today this week mm-hmm. um out of the out of the eight because i just decided to knuckle down i was like well this is the week i'm gonna do it and so i got most of my keys on tyrannical week which is apparently really hard well done people were like well you won't be able to do it this week not on tyrannical and i was mm-hmm. like ah oh, you don't know my skills well, more importantly <laughs> the skills of the people in my group <laughs> uh-huh. and i was right and we totes got it it was awesome
1: it's always a good <laughs> feeling when you can get that stuff done for sure Absolutely. I haven't played any while this week. Yeah, yeah. I have been full of cold, which you can probably still hear a little bit. Um, but last week, uh, we got five for ten on Heroic on our first reset night. So we've done like a two-week reset now on our Heroic progress. And then I've been out this week, and they've only gone and gone eight for ten. <laughs> so by the time I get back on Monday... Oh, no. yeah. Oh, that,
0: that unfortunate moment when you realise it might be you holding the group back. yeah oh, kind of like never
1: oh, no, no, no. was it me? Um, I have had some messages to say no we need you, we need your DPS da 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 and I'm like I don't think you do <laughs>
2: uh, of course they do and hey you're there for the good loot now yeah I yeah, they the, yeah, yeah, so, so, might yeah.
1: have
0: got to wait out of time but they did it through tears yeah they, they did it through <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, blood,
1: sweat so and something. tears and like yeah yeah, no, apparently they only uh, they got sludge fist on the fourth pull last night. Um, so and then went, yeah, and Ooh, now they're not bad. Yeah.
0: It took us quite a lot longer on Sludge Fist to than that. To be yeah. fair,
1: yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of us are now at the point where we're actually overgeared. And and that obviously compensates for a lot of mistakes. Um, so I think you know, a lot of us have gone out and got gear that is actually better than we're gonna get in the raid um which has helped but not to do a disservice to my raid team because a lot of us haven't raided consistently for a number of years um and the normal raid didn't feel like raiding to me it felt too easy so this is quite um it's good and i want to bash my head on daddy d for a few weeks (laughs) It's when
0: you put it that uh, way yeah, yeah, i yeah, mean smashing that head of daddy g <laughs> absolutely,
1: absolutely.
0: Yeah. um i mean that is a fight and a half in fact. it is that it is, is uh yeah i i i think like Castle has been an awesome raid um Oh, uh, well, I mean, we haven't actually done it for months. In fairness, once no, no. Once we got, once no. we got uh, ahead of the curve, we were unfortunately our guild was kind of done, and I think the being such a long fight probably contributes to that. Unfortunately, yeah. um, that first phase after a while, oh man,
2: yeah, it's like oh yeah. we have to do it
0: again. <laughs> um, and actually, like now they we haven't done it since the nerf, and uh, with all your amazing gear, your over over overgeared gear, you might. It might even be even more boring because you have to kind of sit there waiting for phases to finish. Yeah. The first, oh gosh! That first phase as well. So I'm not to like. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be brilliant.
1: Yeah. More time with You'll Daddy. you It's as simple as that. Like, yeah. 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 I think we've um, we've established that we <laughs> oh. want to be heroic in the next tier, and that this is kind of like preparing us for that, really, and that the more gear at a higher level we can get now is better for the next tier. And we're gonna try and go straight in at heroic and just skip normal. So. That would work, but yeah, I think we do that. Normal is a bit too boring these days. Yeah, 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 it was, it was just, it was a bit of a cakewalk, and I never thought I'd say that about raiding, but it really felt like a cakewalk, and I know, like my our raid leader Verdi, would he and I were just like, this does not feel like ICC at all. What is going on? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's possible the next raid will feel oh. quite a lot like icc in fairness it looks mm. like ICC,
1: so, you mm. Mm. yeah you've got yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i'm i'm up for that that's fine shall we get on with some interview questions Sure thanks. let's i will push my little tortolan. greetings sir and or uh, ma'am <laughs> Now, normally at this point, I'd say to Bricco, would you like to split the questions? Would you like to take standard questions or guest specific questions? But I guess it's just going to be me. So, um, sorry, Twitch chat. I can't talk to you and do this. So Oi, you'll Bricko. just have to wait. <laughs> you could do the Bricco voice. Oh, oh yeah. God, you oh, like, can, you,
0: can you do that? Could you inhabit the role of Bricko? <laughs> so then, Talia. Yes, no, no. That's pretty good. I think I like Bricko more now. What a is my favorite now? What, uh, you, if, if it came down to it and if I couldn't make an interview or something, heavy could you do me?
2: Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, uh, well, I've just done, Oh, no, sorry. That's, that's Halston. Halston. That's I'm yeah. <laughs> watching Halston. I will um, not design the blue jeans. <laughs> I, I can do you doing Halston, I think. That's not what I asked. I can't I can't do it. I cannot do an English accent. Do not make me do not make me do it. I could do you. Well, I, I mean, can we do that off camera?
0: I I, I could do your voice. <laughs> <laughs> if you need to go and get a coffee, me, I can get a coffee. You know, Second no. baby covering back to it. Howdy, folks. My name is Evertel. Uh-huh, Welcome yeah, to really, the show.
2: A- I love USA. That's, USA. <laughs> that's exactly me. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. You you just really distilled my essence. Well, do You
0: know what? Like the voice might not be entirely accurate, but I think, spirit. I think I mean, the spirit. Yeah, yeah. the spirit the,
1: is there. Yeah, the yeah. essence uh-huh. of the spirit was there, yeah. Yeah. So guys, <laughs> the question that everybody Sorry, always ready wants to know. It's <laughs> okay. I'm just I'm just gonna sit here and enjoy it. It's fine. <laughs> Are you blue team, red team, or purple team?
2: Okay, I'll be totally honest. I'm pretty much blue team, like I'm 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 pretty blue with like a tiny hint of pur- uh, of of red in there. So maybe like a slightly purplish blue, mostly for the nightborn.
0: Yeah, you love those night. I
2: love the nightborn. Oh, yes. yeah. I yeah. love the night. I'm, I'm definitely, yeah. mm-hmm.
0: I'm definitely purple. Uh, yeah, like you know, purple. my main is on Alliance. And always has been, and like obviously my my guild is Alliance with with Evie, and that's who we raid with. So like you know, when it comes down to it, if I had to pick a side, yeah, it would be Alliance. But I do play pretty much equally both sides. The main thing is in BFA, I got my Horde Slayer title on my Alliance character,
2: nice, and I got
0: my Alliance Slayer title on my Horde character. Oh, so that's everything. Done. Good, yeah, yeah. I can I can yes. colours either you, you way can play for both sides. Yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> so you can take these questions whether you both want to answer them, whether you want to take them in turns—it doesn't matter. But how did you start playing World of Warcraft, and what got you hooked?
2: Ooh, well, I, I have quite like a lame starting story, actually. I well, I came through EverQuest. In short, I started playing EverQuest. Why did you start playing EverQuest? Because a guy that I had a crush on in high school, uh, in his AOL aim messenger away message he said that he was playing everquest and i was like i so was stalking a man from your school yes yes he didn't even know me or my name <laughs> and so but... he became part of
0: your stalking routine basically
2: i never found him in wow but i, I oh, so i downloaded everquest and it was it was wild everquest was definitely a different world um and i loved it because i was a big dweeb and However, at the same time, one of my Live Journal friends, this is the most like early 2000s story I've ever told, one of my Live Journal <laughs> friends was also taking screenshots of her Torin in Wow. And I was like, this looks ridiculous. I'm like, what is this game? Um, and of course, I had a free trial. So I did it, uh, you know, because I was a, a child. And uh, that's literally how I started playing WoW. And then for the next few years, I would just kind of level up to 20 on free trials. And then eventually in Cataclysm is when I actually kind of really probably started playing. Yeah, that was me. That's That's how I got there.
0: And i um I uh, started playing when I was in America for a little bit, and I was a bit bored and I had nothing to do. Um and uh, I was just staying in this apartment, and uh, I borrowed uh, the, the owner of the apartment's laptop and downloaded WoW onto it. It was just after Wrath had released. Mm. I remember because like on, the, on one day I downloaded WoW and started playing. And the next day I went to Times Square to watch uh, Obama's inauguration, right? So wow. it was like a couple of, it was like the day that's before amazing. that I started playing WoW. Um, and yeah, totally. And that's why I was stuck on a US account, um, like an NA account for my entire WoW career.
2: Oh, same. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah totally. And But you know, and, and then obviously I moved back to the UK and still had to play on an NA account. Um and I, I made it like halfway through Wrath in the end before I stopped playing. And I was like done. But because I used to I, I was an actor at the time and um I used to have to travel a lot and live in different places to to kind of like, you know, be in plays, right? So um I didn't have a laptop. <laughs> so I had to carry my desktop with me everywhere I went if ooh, I wanted to play. Ooh, wow. Ooh. And I was doing a show in uh, Aylesbury. And I had like these digs in Ellsbury in this like big old like Pinterest house, right, um, which, which had like many different families staying in many different rooms. <laughs> Messed up. Um, and, and but I I like t- Cataclysm was about to launch. Mm-hmm. So I took my my desktop with me, like this tower um, and like monitor and keyboard and stuff in a big box, as well as like all my clothes and stuff, obviously, for like the for the, sh-
2: the less important living- stuff, less stuff. important stuff. Yeah. I'm
0: being on a train yeah. carrying this computer and someone was like you should get a laptop and i was like <laughs> i left it on a train
2: yeah
0: um and I, I had to set up my desktop in these digs and like put an fnet cable down the stairs of these digs and into the router and stuff like that i was like oh um and i i, I stopped playing for years then until i met evertel Mm -hmm. um and on our first date we talked about wow because you were still playing
2: (laughs) yeah i was
0: (laughs) and then that christmas you got me a laptop for my writing because i wanted to be a playwright
2: exactly it was a really dinky cheap laptop um but i but you know i was like oh tally really wants to write more he doesn't have a laptop he needs something he can just sit in bed and write with and I'll get him a laptop. And uh, obviously,
0: the first thing I did was download yeah. WoW. Mm-hmm. And you <laughs> got me on a, a friend. Yeah, we, so we did recruit you, a Friend. Really. Well, yeah, I recruited well, my, you. My NA account was actually they quite recruited useful. Recruited you? Yeah, you did recruit me. Um, and uh, and you got the mount as well.
2: I did. Which I don't have because we I both know. play you. <laughs> uh, greatest tragedy.
0: Yeah, but we. So we. Uh, One we day, day up, they'll uh, link our those accounts. Our, um... Oh, you, been, I... they never ever. <laughs> Um, but it was really funny because like then obviously we were still like early stages of dating. we have been dating for like six months. Mm-hmm. So I took you away for your birthday to a log cabin um, and like this really romantic log cabin in the woods in the with like, you know, a, a hot tub and stuff and and, you know, all these amazing outdoor activities to take part in. And we both just spent the entire few days just levelling in in, in Mrs. pandaria
2: yeah and ordering uh, pizza to be delivered to the, to, the hut, to the cabin
0: to the cabin and uh and and um, reading. raiding
1: yep it's great it's sounds good to me yeah sounds like yeah, a perfect yeah. weekend away
0: and we, we've played together ever since
1: oh oh i love that i love that it so it does sound like the perfect weekend away i might have to book myself one of those cabins
0: it's pretty good i'm gonna lie I mean, the trees were nice, I guess, too.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go out and hug one every now and again. Feel like you've spent your money well and then go time. back in and play World of Warcraft.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, not too long. I don't want the pizza to get cold. Do you know what I mean?
1: So... <laughs> no, 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 no. Can't let the pizza get cold. Definitely not. <laughs> so Halionics on Twitter has asked this question, but it's in uh, asked through the community questions, but it's actually part of our standard questions anyway. So the question is, where is your favourite place in-game? Ooh.
0: For me, I always automatically say Grizzly Hills to this, um, and uh, Amber Pine Lodge in Grizzly Hills particularly. I always said that, like, you know, when the day comes and they're closing WoW down and they're closing the servers and you've all got to choose where you're going to log out. I mean, obviously, I'd be in Stormwind having a good time, right? Mm -hmm. But... I would set my hearthstone to Amber Pine Lodge. And just as those servers closed, I'd hearthstone there and I'd sit on the roof and that's where I'd be. Um, and, you know, I think you could do a lot worse. Having said that, that was before BFA came out. And Borales is legit. Borales is such a great town. Yeah. You know, I yeah. like that place. So I'd have to think very carefully about it. My automatic answer is always Grizzly Hills.
2: Yeah. I mean, as, as a place that I like to be in, I really love Suramar. I just love that it's an actual little city with like people going about doing their business. Um, but yeah, but if I had to choose a place to log out for good... I think it might actually be on Kunlai Summit. Wow! There we, yeah. I did not expect Ooh, that yeah. answer. No, me neither. But I was thinking about it, and I just remembered the first time I was going up it, and you get you know encounter like all the little like Sherpas and the yaks, and you're going up the mountain, and it's just really beautiful That's up pretty. there.
0: Yeah. I love it. That's a good one. I yeah. like that one. Yeah, yeah, good shout.
1: Yeah, I'd I'd take I'd I usually default to Westfall. But I adore the Jade Forest, so it gets a bit difficult for me. But my default answer is always Westfall. Um, original Westfall, I have to say, before the, all the swirlies turned up in Cataclysm. But yeah, yeah, Westfall for me. But uh, what would you say is your most active activity? Would it be PvP, questing, dungeons, raiding, something else, transmog?
0: The thing I look forward to most in game is always raiding with our buddies. And we have, like like you guys, I think we've got like a really kind of close-knit relationship with our guild. Um, and, you know, we see them a lot outside of game, and we go on like guild holidays and stuff together and, uh, you know, have like re- well, not in the last year, obviously, but we have regular meetups and, yeah. you know, stay in contact kind of outside of the game as well. We play D&D together in person a lot of the time. And um, so, yeah, anything that involves our guild, which is raiding mostly. So like always look forward to a new raid tier, always look forward to getting the gang back together and hearing everyone on comms and um sort of you know getting the baby down as quickly as possible <laughs> so that we can so all can raid. raid. <laughs> um and uh you know like we were we were
2: raiding we were progressing
0: of uh, uh what was the dragon in um in 8.3 the void dragon
2: um that one uh
0: yeah we were we were progressing a fight in um uh, in Nyalotha, the night that Annie, our baby, was born, yeah, um, and uh Evie's waters actually broke like during vexiona Vexiona, thank you during the pull. um and um <laughs> Evie Evie died. She got hit by the mechanic that she always got hit by. Well, because... so I whispered her, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, he died to the mechanic. <laughs> like, uh, there's her. a bunch like, reason well, <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, you, and I was like, oh, oh, and she put this in a whisper, like she's in the, the, the room
2: next I didn't door. I want to distract you. I was like, I was like, it's an important pull. Yeah, I was like,
0: oh, well, um, it wasn't your. You just had contractions. It wasn't your waters actually breaking. Uh,
2: there is, there is a trickle.
0: Oh, oh my. we we'll put it that oh, way. Oh my goodness, like our progress. And- <laughs> And I was like, what well, heck, do you want to go to the hospital? What with the baby coming and everything? And you're like, nah, nah, let's finish Raid Night.
2: <laughs> yeah, I felt, yeah, yeah, I felt fine. It was like, you know, let's, yeah, just wrap it up. It'll be okay. And then we
1: killed it next pool. Yeah, exactly. It was so, totally cool. you know, just saying.
2: And then had a baby the That's it. day. top <laughs> tier
1: <top-tier> Raiden dedication. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so I, I, I'm i with you. I love raiding and I, anything with the guilds, you know, and that's a total shift for me from when I started playing WoW. Oh, when amazing. I was, It was literally like a single-player RPG for me for years and years. And so I still love when um, a new expansion drops and I turn off guild chat and I turn off everything and I just tunnel and have, like, tunnel vision focus and play through the story quests. Like, that's some of my favorite memories of WoW. Um,
1: so it's either that or it's just chilling with our guilds doing raids and stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Very, there's a lot of my guild in chat right now. So oh. <laughs> giving lots of questions. And oh, that's
0: nice. Our guild never watch our content at all. They you know? <laughs> don't like <they're> rubbish. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, by by, I don't quite. know Well, I do know how it happened, but we've ended up with about ten streamers in our guild by some fluke, and uh, a lot of them do drop by and support. So it's it is very very lovely. Um, in fact, one of one when we get down to the community questions, there is a lady who is now in chat who came to my guild via a T&E stream. So she's now joined us as a guildie. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So and, and in fact, she's. Yeah, Yeah. old old wife of Avalon, not old, she's not old. I'm just like being silly, but yeah, she's amazing. (laughs) Uh, Right, next question. Do you have a sort of a dark portal story or for me it was the Wrathgate, something that completely blew you away in game the first time you saw it or were a part of it?
0: Uh, Honestly, I would have to say like uh that's all very nice those big grand kind of uh events and what have you um but like the the moment my jaw hit the floor in wow um in a way that it never has ever since was literally like and and lots of people have this exact same story right just being in Elwynn forest and seeing your first max level kind of just gallop past you on a horse with amazing like armor and gear and stuff and you go oh man yes what because i came from like I, i i started playing wow because um i was playing like a lot of oblivion uh, at the time, uh, a lot of Elder Scrolls Oblivion, and uh, obviously yeah. I'd played like, hundreds and hundreds of hours of that, which doesn't sound like much anymore, at the time it felt like a lot <laughs> and you know, I, I got to the stage I was all dressed in glass armour and every time a minor tool kind of jumped out at me I kind of looked at it and it died and I was like, you know what, cool. this game would be much better if there were other players <laughs> uh, like, this would be a, a much better game at this stage now, now that I'm basically done, mm. if the, uh, I could run into other players who who weren't just like, you know mine it was like a kill with one hit uh and so like coming into wow and and seeing other members of the community and other players kind of going around doing their thing and being like that much more uh kind of advanced in their level and their progress than me was just like mind-blowing it mm. I, and i remember you know the obviously um I, I loved that and i loved the scale of the world as well and the fact that you had to get everywhere in real time i literally remember phoning up my brother and being like okay so wow it's amazing right so if you want to get somewhere you have to actually go there so like you know you have to get on like a flight path or you have to walk and it could take like an hour man and he was like that sounds rubbish <laughs> and i was like no are you kidding me it's amazing it's brilliant so like i think just the scale and the the idea of it was the first time i'd ever been in a kind of a perpetual world populated by other players to that degree Mm. And so that's the, like, m- more than anything that came after, more than the Wrathgate, more than, like, um, and honestly, the closest I came to that since was the old soldier cinematic. Aww. Like, that was, that Aww, was the closest yeah. it came where I was suddenly like, oh, wow, that was something that left my jaw kind of hanging. Um, which wasn't really in game, to be honest, but, like, um, still, like, connected to the world, mate. But, but yeah, I, that, that's nothing in game has really, Touched, uh, or got close to, just the awe I felt seeing a max level run past me in in Elwynn Forest. Mm. To be fair, nice. he had shoulder pads. I, I was bet like, he Dude, did. Where can I get those? I he-
2: <laughs> My first, like, because I was playing like an RPG, right? I was just kind of soloing. I'd see other characters in the world. I'd be like, okay, fine, whatever. The first time I joined a battleground <laughs> was Alterac Valley. And being in that little starting bit in the cave with 40 people, I, all doing the choo-choo train noise. And I was like, <laughs> what is all, what is happening? I literally, and then like seeing the countdown go, I remember my heart was racing. I was, I was suddenly so excited and I, like everyone busting out of the gates, just being like destroying each other and we lost obviously but it was the first time I'd done it and the first time I'd seen so many people in WoW like cooperating and doing something together and being a bit silly about it and just yeah I I will never forget that feeling that was that was a big one for me
1: oh I love that story I love that Alterat Valley story that's really cool (laughs) first time and what what a BG to go into for your first BG as well (laughs)
0: Can you remember what your frame rate was?
1: (laughs) I mean, it was like... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's how it was. (laughs) What would you say has been your best experience in the WoW community? In the WoW community?
0: uh, Definitely kind of becoming friends with our guild in the way that we did. Especially because we had a, a, a bit of a rocky ride with our guild at first as well. Um, uh, when I first joined the guild, uh, I, I you know we went through we had a, unfortunately like a bit of a rotation in kind of guild management and stuff after about a year, which was but after that, um yeah, we've we've all been so friendly, and uh, we've got some really awesome people in our guild who who kind of reach out a lot and and organize social events and, and holidays and villas and stuff. um and uh, so that that's definitely been overall the most satisfying kind of um experience with the community but genuinely beyond that you'd have to say blizzcon just going to mm-hmm. blizzcon and and having that many people all in one place um who are all there for the same reason um and we've had you know we've we've been lucky enough to go to three different blizzcons and they've all been incredible uh, and, and just the people that you meet, and how friendly everyone is, and and just how warm and nice everyone it's is.
2: Such a good good vibe, such a good environment. Yeah, for anyone who hasn't gone to BlizzCon, it is so good. And even if you're anxious about you know so many thousands of people, or you know all the stuff going on, like it just all that goes away. It's just wonderful and and inclusive and brilliant and welcoming. Uh, along with BlizzCon, I mean, doing our our first weekly reset live at BlizzCon. Uh, last Oh yeah, day? it
0: was amazing. So-
2: Amazing, amazing thing. We to just do.
0: like, uh, with the help of many of our community, we <laughs> wouldn't have been able to do it without them. We we uh, got a room, um, in, like a conference room at the hotel, uh, and we just put on the show like live on the Sunday, and I've got to say, writing that show kind of ruined my whole Blizzcon because I had to do it on Saturday night. Yeah, we had to I do live. it. Yeah, it's like the most stressed I've ever been. Yeah. But um, actually doing the show to to a live audience, and there was like 50, 60 people, and that's as many as we could fit in yeah, that room. Yeah. Like we could have had lots more. But um, uh, and and having kind of the the live response to to the show um, I, well, in yes. that moment was yeah probably was the best special. thing we've ever done on the channel. Like, it was absolutely. so special the most satisfying kind of community experiences we had sure yeah Yeah, definitely
1: you could when you watch that weekly reset you can absolutely see that joy and 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 i think you said this on your when you did like the five year summary of like where you've come from on youtube and you said you could just see your face change from the stress of five seconds into going live and just like oh this is gonna work it's okay (laughs)
0: yeah totally. Yeah, and we were all set up and there was like an actual camera and the audience were all in and the script was there and the mic's all in but it's like oh my god all we have to do is actually do the show now
1: yeah that's <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's the bit you do all the time it's fine <laughs> now we don't exactly. we can't ignore that there are some negative things to being online um so what would you say has been your worst experience in the wow community and then how did you overcome it and what advice would you have for others in a similar situation?
2: I mean, yeah, it's, it's tough because everyone's going to have an opinion on wow and wow goes through like ups and downs and dips and yeah, you know, as a community, uh, I think that we don't necessarily have the best track record of like maintaining optimism. So Uh, yeah there have been times when we've just you know the 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 tides have changed right and general wow community opinion has changed and we've kind of been on the receiving end of that and that's not really a great feeling um and I know that that's not just for people who are like content creators because there are also people who do certain things in game who get kind of bit targeted for for what they enjoy or what they like to do um so yeah so I would say my, my advice to that is just kind of just keep on you know and just log off Uh, sometimes I'm log off from log off from Twitter log off from the forums Um, just kind of like switch off if you're ever feeling a bit negative about it maybe just focus on the game if you want to feel good or go outside like that that would just be my advice because sometimes uh, I feel like we're all so plugged in and there's no escaping this kind of like this constant discussion Um, but you can just just leave it for a bit
0: yeah for me I would say like um something that's been quite hard in the world in the last few years has been like this immense kind of polarization of of kind of viewpoints and things like that and and uh, the vehemency with which people kind of object to viewpoints that aren't their own and for mm-hmm. me it's been really sad when you have seen something like the the new customization options in Shadowlands or I don't know, like, a new character who, who like, Pelagos or something, or, or like, you know, uh, some clarification about Chromie or something like that. It's been just really sad to see, like, those kind of, and obviously it's always been a part of online kind of discourse, but, you know, it, it has got better to a certain extent. Um, certainly from like 15 years ago right mm-hmm. um, so it has been sad for me to see that kind of creeping back in and the way st- like, a, a very vocal minority of people might have reacted to some of the new customization options or Chromi or Pelagos mm-hmm. or something like that and just like the idea that kind of being more diverse in, in representation like, creating a more interesting experience for most players whether or not they find any representation in it is somehow seen by some people as being like this political act or 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 like something to be, uh, you know, um, resisted as a result of that or kind of dismissed as a result of that. And I, I just find that really sad because, you know, you've got more character options, you've got more customization options in game. That should be awesome. Mm-hmm. Like you've got more people with different backgrounds in game, like character-wise, and you, that's just richer, more interesting lore, you know? And it's just like, I am the most represented person on the world you know i'm i'm like i'm a dashingly handsome average guy cis like male right white male and 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 like i'm i'm represented in everything ever Mm -hmm. (laughs) and 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 yet like I still think it's much more interesting to see different things. You know, it's like yeah. uh, just, so even even yeah. even from my point of view, and I can't even imagine what it's like to have gone your whole life not being represented, and then you know, oh. there's some cool stuff in in the stuff you like that does represent you, and that must be awesome. But even beyond that, it's just more interesting. Yeah. So it has been. It's been really sad for me to see, like, you know, I, I guess uh, um, opponents of that kind of progress try to politicize it to dismiss it i guess mm-hmm. in, in that way and that's that's been sad just because it's reminded me of the outside world a lot <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. um yeah. and and like this this constant discourse that goes on in the outside world and 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 it's sad to see it in the thing i love as well
1: yeah but that's why we have good people like yourselves because then the more of the also, good stuff like, that we can that, share, the more light we can share. Isn't that,
0: isn't that know, a really can... low bar, though? Like, isn't isn't kind of isn't it being like, oh, well done? You don't hate trans people. Is that just not a really low bar? And yeah. couldn't, couldn't we be aiming
1: a yeah. little bit higher than that? <laughs> I, th- I think if we, um, it's we have to be able to have people like yourselves, like Frasley, like. 40 Chicken, who show a different side to streaming where it's not all about a pissing contest and shitting on the game or whatever it might be. Um, mm-hmm. And it is a low I'm bar, kidding. but. I on the game
0: plenty, though. I think, <laughs> genuinely, like, I do. And I think just because I do it in a <laughs> yeah. jokey way, people think I don't. It's yeah. really weird. Yeah. No. I just don't do it in a nasty way. But there's a balance yet. to it, isn't there? Yeah. I thing it's cultural Yeah. Like.
1: Yeah. There is definitely a cultural thing as well um and there has to be a starting point if that bar is a little bit lower than some of us mm-hmm. would like, you know um
0: yeah, no, you're absolutely right i I've been a little bit facetious, yeah for sure, and mm-hmm. y- you know definitely like um ah uh, yeah, exactly, and
1: uh, I, it's, it's a hard thing should be just That's the thing.
0: Yeah, it should be all these things that should just be celebrated, no questions asked. And it just makes me mm. sad that people are automatically in opposition to just yeah. making stuff more interesting and yeah. more varied and more diverse. I
2: like to think there's progress, though. Awesome. At least in the past, like you say, 10, 15 years, like I feel like there have been shifts, uh, in you know, in general, in WoW and in kind of the gaming communities uh,
1: as a whole. So yeah. Yeah. I'm hopeful. Right. Yeah, I remain hopeful. And I there was... Um, there's a lady that I listened to called Professor Talib from the Harfield Report, and she did an interview where she talked about the progress of feminism over like the last forty years, and that listening to that gave me hope. And I was like, okay, it takes a long time, but it does happen. So let's not keep going. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, moving on from that one. Uh, you've talked a lot about your guild so i might have an inkling of where the the answer to this next question is where did you find your wow community
0: honestly though i mean the first so the first community i was ever involved in was that guild and like it took us a very long time to to find it as well because like Evertel kind of mentioned earlier i was the same i played wow as a single player game I remember literally um, the first time I ever even grouped up with someone in game Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was when I was leveling like a third alt you know it was I I was leveling like some blood elf and we had to go and kill a spider and I the spider kicked my ass I was it was horrible and this dude was walking along the street and uh grouped up with me because so I was having trouble and it took so long to get to the spider because I kept stopping and taking screenshots because I was so excited that I actually grouped (laughs) up with someone in game this is amazing this is the future. We've seen this. It's incredible. And like, I, I did, like, honestly, I, I used Group Finder to go into dungeons and stuff to level uh, in, in Cata and what have you. And, like, yeah, so I, I always played it as a single-player game. And then when I got back into the game with you, mm-hmm. and we were both living in London at that point, um, as we do now, uh, you know, I, I was getting really into the game, and I I actually bought myself, like, a nice little PC. First time I'd had, like, a specialist gaming PC. It was tiny. cost, like, a couple hundred quid. Um, but for me, it was amazing. Silky smooth frame rates of, like, 40 or 50 <laughs> and and I, I, my mind was blown i was like well look I, i'd like to start taking this game a bit more seriously now in wad Um, And that's going to mean changing uh, well, I I, I joined like a daytime guild on NA servers at first, Mm -hmm. which meant that I was having to kind of get up at like 1am in our little shared apartment with two other people and go into the living room on my laptop with my headphones. And uh, it was all like old women and uh, people who were on like military service and stuff like that on tour and stuff. Um, and uh, our raid leader sometimes had to stop raiding so that she could go and like just feed her, her cats and dogs, of which I think she had about 20, um, and she was this b- wonderful, beautiful old lady, and I can't even remember the name of the guild now, which breaks my heart, uh, but I was like, this is no kind of life, so that's when I went to EU um, and, and found the guild, and that was my first real kind of sense of community, but when I actually, you know, that guild had been around for years and years before I ever mm-hmm. joined, and honestly, my first real sense of being part of the wow community was uh when we started the channel mm-hmm. like uh, that's something that brought us in into contact with so many more people than we'd ever and a huge like breadth of people um that played the game in completely different ways than we do as well so um i, I feel like that really opened up our horizons and kind of gave us loads of different points of view and it, yeah it's the first time i felt like i was really part of the wow community because mm-hmm. even when i first joined the guild and stuff i didn't really feel part of the wow community i didn't yeah. feel like someone who was at the heart of stuff and and you know mm-hmm. so yeah i'd actually say the channel bizarrely was something that helped us do that
2: yeah and then we've had like some people kind of uh, join the guild because they found out about the channel but also we have these kind of old guild stalwarts who've been there for years and years so it's a really nice like really nice atmosphere and mix yes. i find um where a lot of people just really aren't fussed about us or the channel or anything, which is great. Which I, I get a bit which...
0: of goodbye to be honest, but
2: yeah. I, <laughs> I love it. Everyone's like, What? <laughs> Those <laughs> guys oh, whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting situation, isn't it? When people start to join your guild because they've seen you streaming. That's um something that I've experienced myself recently. It's um an interesting <laughs> experiment. <laughs>
0: What
2: would you say oh, the WoW community generally so nice and that means to awesome. you? Oh, no. ah, that's such a big one. Yeah, like we've already kind of said, like, the, the WoW community spanning, uh, you know, people f- from our guild, people who kind of know the channel, where they overlap. It's just, it's, it's so nice to see a place where, especially now, like, anyone anyone can stream, right? With the kind of basic setup and knowledge, like, (laughs) yeah, look at me, like, and and anyone can do these things. And I love how, like wow in particular is a game that you can stream you can have a chat like you can have some gameplay but you can also just kind of be engaged with with uh people chatting with you and your community um and you can talk about things that aren't necessarily wow and i love i love how like you know you've mentioned other other creators you know even like hottie chicken and, and people who represent so many different facets of like gaming communities and just showing that everyone does game i think um wow is a really great game for that also because it's been around for so long um i i love that that part of the community is like really coming out and this uh, kind of stereotypical image that people have had of of gamers which like a lot of the media still has unfortunately i remember i remember even telling people at like my you know my IRL job that i used to work in like first kind of letting them know about the channel and they were like oh you play, you play video games and you make YouTube videos about video games. Ugh. And I was like, you know what? Like, yes, that is a, <laughs> that is a thing that lots of people do and they enjoy. And it's, and it's not like low culture. It's not something to be looked down on. It's so many people do it. And so, yeah, in short, WoW, I think, helps normalize just kind of showing the breadth of who gamers really are. I think it's a great game for that. Mm-hmm.
1: Is there anybody that either of you or both of you admire in the WoW community? And what is it that you admire about them?
2: So many people.
0: I mean, like from a creator point of view, it's always been amazing how people have uh always been so welcoming of us in the space because we're we're kind of like late arrivers. Into into the the, the creation space, they're, you know, we kind of waltz in, and there are people that have been established here for years and years and years, much younger than us, you know, um, and older than us as well. Who who have, without exception, been like incredibly welcoming of us um, into into the space and helped us out and mm-hmm. and helped us work out how things work and things, and have always been on call. You know, like that's something that has surprised me. Is is how I can like, you know, I can just call hazel and ask her to be in something and she probably mm-hmm. will just because she's lovely and and mm-hmm. and uh, same with preaching people like that and and people that i used to really look up well used to still <laughs> really look up to um uh, but like you know from afar and and, and whose videos I, I would watch and things like that um but i would uh for my answer to this question i'm gonna say terran gregory because uh he's awesome and like one of the most amazing people. And uh, I, you know, I, we mentioned um, old soldier earlier and it's a story we told a bit, but um, when he and his uh, wife, um, they came to London on holiday uh, and they just uh, sent us a DM on Twitter. And they're like, you know, we'd never even really chatted before, but they were like, we're coming to London on holiday. Would you like to meet up and have some drinks mm-hmm. and stuff? And, and and that's exactly what we did. And we took him out and had a great time. And, you know, like, they're just lovely people, and we make a, a habit of kind of meeting up with them whenever we can, um, whenever we're in the same place and uh, having dinner and drinks and stuff. But he is like that with everyone. He's he's just uh, this amazing, incredible guy. Uh, I'll never forget when we tried to have a patron meetup in our first BlizzCon, and we stupidly were like, well, let's just go to the hotel bar. And obviously loads of people turned up, and there was not enough room in the hotel bar. And so we had to go into the car park. And like we had and there were loads of people just standing around in the car park while me and Evie tried to talk to everyone kind of in turn. And it was an absolute disaster. And um, Tara and Gregory just rocked up and like basically kept everyone entertained while we went through saying hello. He, to he
2: literally just show, like no, not even asking. We weren't even weren't even in touch with him. He literally just saw that he she showed up and he started like just drawing people together and talking to them like the mo- like. An absolute boss, and it was, yeah, I, I have to be with you on that one. Like he's, he, yeah,
0: yeah in, in terms of devs, you know, he's one of those ones that is above any kind of criticism or whatever. Like, he never gets any of the flack that some of the other devs get. And rightfully so, because, you know, everything he does is perfect. And he does that. He He really enjoys... Kind of helping the community you know he is always like just uh kind of surfing wow creator streams and dropping into the chat and stuff and saying hi uh and i i just think he he loves his job and he loves the community and he works hard to kind of make it a better place and that's something we should all be like trying to do i guess
1: that's yeah that he he comes across as a phenomenal guy i haven't had the pleasure of meeting him but um maybe one day maybe when i get to blizzcon <laughs> So that's the end of the standard questions, but I have a, this is a request rather than a question that came in on the community questions. And this is from um, at honors hammer. It was simply requested that you make more law videos, please. So I've been asked to pass that on.
0: Ah. (laughs) I mean, just more videos in general, really, yeah. yeah. Since the
1: baby's been born, our our video
0: output has kind of uh, stalled a little bit, but, and so we always try and focus on Getting the weekly show out, getting the weekly reset show. So the lore videos do suffer a bit from that. But yeah, they're still my, my favourite videos to make.
2: They're my favourite videos to watch.
0: You watch our videos?
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. of course I do.
2: A celebrity viewer, <laughs> right here.
1: So because we have so, so many community questions, we've only got one guest specific question. Uh, this interview because we just you know we got inundated as expected with uh, a lot of community questions so the only guest specific question is what's your favorite story from folk and fairy tales around Azeroth?
0: I haven't finished reading it yet but I like Uh, definitely the Tuscar story it's the first one I went to. Now, listen, there's a few things I like about the Tuscar story, right? Okay. It gives us some much, much needed lore on the Tuscar. Like the <laughs> most important. criminally underwritten previously race <laughs> in World of A, they're the best race in Warcraft because they're so round. It's true. Um, and I love round things. You know I love round things, right? Mm. I don't know why. I just think round things are really great. And like Tuscar are the roundest there are. So the, the Folk and Fairy Tales book, one of the reasons I love it is because it's such great world building. Uh, And, um, uh, you know, there are like these little snippets of very important lore in there and and none more so than revealing that there are, in fact, female Tuscar Mm -hmm. and even more important than that, that they do have moustaches just as big and bushy as the male Tuscar moustaches. And I will never, ever forgive WoW uh, at its conception and in in the uh customization changes that just happened for not giving female dwarves beards Mm -hmm. but the option is now there if we were to have uh like female tuscar playable like playable tuscar the female option is there they will have mustaches
2: oh my god i can't wait i I hope it happens i
0: can't wait next expansion or i'm
2: gone
0: (laughs) i've waited too long
2: i actually haven't read the book yet I haven't read it yet, so oh, no. I'm gonna save that
0: wow. one. I Well, you've
1: got it, you've still got it. He's still uh, got his paws on it. So uh, it's so beautiful. It took me a long time to get through it, and I got messaged. Um I got messaged by another very famous content creator who I won't name. Um, but to say, I've liked this one, I really like this one, I really like this one. And I was like, actually, those are the ones I don't like. I really like the Tuscar one. Um <clears throat> And I like uh, The Mermaid and Borales one, which I won't go into if you haven't read it. But it, those two, for me, are just so beautiful. So beautiful. So well written. The whole thing's just a masterstroke. So it's, it'll give you some Can't good wait. feels. Yeah, <laughs> and I wasn't all that
0: hyped for it. When, it first, when they first announced it, I was like, ah, it doesn't sound like it's for me, really. And then I saw the cover. And I was like, yes, that is for <laughs> me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I feel really stupid yeah. I wasn't super hyped yeah. from the very beginning. Cause it's, it's a delight. It's an absolute delight.
1: And it's very easy to read like a story in 15 minutes. So you can yeah. read one and then go off and do something else. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's really good. So guys in chat or listening later on the podcast, if you haven't got it, do try and get your mitts on it cause it's well worth it. But let's move into some community questions cause this might take a while. <laughs> so El Bardo un, uh, at Elbardo underscore TS. Now they took full advantage of uh, the opportunity to ask you guys some questions <laughs> and they probably <laughs> need to? their own segment after this. Um, why does Fry's Turkish Delight taste like eating incense was the first question. That's
0: outrageous! Fry's Turkish Delight is the only nice Turkish Delight. Okay, so Fry's Turkish Delight is is specifically uh, it's specific to the UK, mm-hmm. and um, it mm-hmm. doesn't taste like proper Turkish Delight because no. it was created for the UK back in colonial times.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um, it was it was like our version of Turkish, and it's covered in chocolate and it's amazing. And I will happily spend eighty pence of the Queen's money. To, or even my own, if I have to, to buy a, a fries Turkish Delight from a corner shop, you know, when we're doing a shop, and and scoff that stuff. It's amazing. They're but good. Ricardo's, you're wrong about that.
2: Tastes a bit like roses, and uh, it's it's quite, like,
1: artificial, but delicious. It's a lot more love kind it. of
0: uh, jello-y than yes. proper Turkish delights.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan. No, I can't really talk about it. Uh... <laughs> I love that stuff. Uh, then the next of El Bardo's questions was a uh, question for Tally. What did you learn in your time in prison? <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so this uh, relates to um, uh, the story we tell about how we met. Where uh, we met in, um, uh, I'm not going to tell the whole story, obviously, but we we met in a uh, a museum that we were both working in at the time, both doing horrible jobs. And I had a rival, I had a love rival, mm. who asked Evie out before I asked her out. And I was she said yes to him. And I was heartened by that because I hated him and I thought I was probably a bit better looking. So I thought if she'll say yes to him, she'll probably say yes to me. And she did. Mm-hmm. And uh, we organized to go out for a date, but I had to go away to a music festival for a couple of a uh, couple of weeks. But I went away for a couple of weeks uh, with my brother to go to a couple of music festivals. And um, in the meantime, you went out for a date with this guy.
2: I did. Went uh, out then, for a so, few dates. Yeah.
0: And then um, called it off. Yeah, it didn't work. Uh, and uh, and then when I came back and we were getting ready to go on our first date, he must have got wind of this. Yep. And he took you out. Well, you. you well, yeah.
2: He, we we weren't really talking. He was he was a bit stalkery. So it kind of I cut it off. But he I came up to me one day and was like, Hey, listen, let's get a. Can I get a cup of coffee with you? It's it, just want a coffee, and then we can wrap this up, and I'll leave you alone. And I was like, All right, okay, fine. So we uh went. And he had the cup of coffee, and he's like, Listen, um, yeah, this guy Tally. I was like, I was like, Oh yeah. In my head, I'm like, Oh yeah, we're going on a date tonight. Obviously, didn't say that. i was like, Oh yeah. And he's like, Well, listen, um, I have to tell you. Uh, he's in jail. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, really? Tell me more." Obviously, Tally was not in jail, but um, but yeah, this this guy told me uh, in an effort to throw me off the scent uh, that Tally was in fact in jail. And
0: not many first dates probably involve the line halfway through. Hey, this has been great. I'm having a really good time. Glad you're not in jail. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> i mean i am too i'm glad to
2: yeah so uh what did you learn in your time in jail
0: i learned never never uh trust zach mm-hmm. same um yeah uh not what well, in my time in jail what well, great thing is because i never actually went to jail i get to make up jail stories right so Love it. i just went up to the i went up to the meanest person in jail mm-hmm. the biggest strong like i first day in jail i went up to the biggest strongest person there and i was like can you throw me over the wall of this jail i've got a date to get to." get
2: Hey, can you hook me up with some <laughs> fries,
1: Turkish flag? <laughs> oh, I love it. Right. The third of Elbardo's questions. Why carrots? Oh,
0: wow. Okay. So yeah, our kind of like um, essential backdrop of that we use in a lot of our videos is, is carrots uh, on a green background. And it's literally just because I set up the channel in one day. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I came home from work on day and we had this like really janky logo, the name Talias and Evital, which I, I did not choose, Tally was just like, I've made a YouTube channel, it has our uh, in-game character names, here's the logo, uh, here's the background, and the background was just carrots, and I was like, why? and you were just like it's just what I, found. Yeah, I just found
0: I wanted a repeating pattern right so I was like yeah uh, our oh, carrots probably I don't know I think I vaguely had like the Simpsons kind of uh, kitchen curtains in my mind you know oh, the
2: right cobs. yeah yeah
0: I think maybe that was at the back of my mind or whatever I was like what's a repeating pattern oh, like corn cobs like carrots I, I must have misremembered it mm-hmm. I just put that into the internet I found it and stole it so it's mine now
2: yeah, they're just they're just there. They're so kind of in the background no, now. But
0: laziness, yeah. laziness is the uh, thing. essentially the laziness.
2: The and then stubbornness. When I was like, we need to get rid of the carrots and do something a little more so higher quality. I, take, I always took great pride in how
0: ungamery like the channel was. So you know the fact that it was me and you. Uh, the fact that it was kind of like more jokey and cheesy than a lot of other gaming videos and mm-hmm. stuff like that the re- like it wasn't kind of edgelord and stuff no. and the fact that you know we just had a random picture of carrots for yeah our. instead of instead of like some cool like, like you know edgy gaming. shiny kind of like gamery crow <laughs> <puppet. laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. we just had we had carrots
2: yeah we just had carrots so that's uh, why, quite like that that's why we're we're sticking with the carrots that's we've committed
1: <laughs> they're really good for your eyes. They're good. They're fine. <laughs> it's very. It feels very on brand for you now. <laughs> and then he. Ha- this isn't the last of El Bardo's questions, but this is the last question that they asked that wasn't also asked by somebody else. And that w- that is Pepsi Max or Pepsi Twist. How
2: it. angry
0: I am at the game. Oh.
2: When we're on Deliveroo and we get the option of ordering some drink, I always pay the extra 13 pence to get a straight up Pepsi. Me too. <laughs> so that's Pepsi. My it's 13
0: pence more expensive than max because of the sugar tax mm-hmm. in this country, which is, you know, good. Uh, we approve the sugar tax. It's fine. It's I good. will. I'll spend the 13 pence for the, for a proper Pepsi. Yep, fat, No twist, no max.
1: <laughs> now the next question, was one of the most commonly asked questions. It was asked by at Pusa chabs, at Elbardo underscore TS, and then some account called Talies and Evertel all wanted to know, why is Tally the most handsome?
0: I, there's uh, only,
2: <laughs> I think I just look better on
0: camera than I do in real life
2: it's true people <laughs> like, often express disappointment when they see a massive
0: <laughs> massive disappointment yeah i think like like people are always like disgusted by how tall i am in real life yeah like it's the first thing anyone ever says is like oh you're tall you're so tall and it's because evertel has got an extraordinarily long back um so when we sit next to each other we look like the same sort of height which makes me seem like <laughs> a, a relatively short guy right like <laughs> yeah. nice
2: yeah um but nice small life, man real life, put just him just in
0: your pocket monster like and people hey, are just hey, like, well, who's this guy Yeah horrible so yeah uh camera magic basically special effects good lighting
1: we all we all need that camera magic then but i have there was a reply uh which was from lady avalon who is with us in chat uh and she said well it's the beard obviously
0: yeah it's true i i have always been careful to maintain at least stubble uh towards a big it helps my face if i shave my beard you I don't want to see it i look like a 12 year old
2: it's it's disturbing in my
0: <laughs> 20s i used to look like a 12 year old if i shave my beard now if i shave my beard i still look like a 12 year old but like a 12 year old who's been through a really bad war or something and seen some stuff
1: yeah it's
0: like <laughs> a harrowed 12 year old
2: <laughs> well the i've seen it so no one two... else has to see it <laughs> yeah
1: yeah that's good. The follow up question to why is Tali the most handsome also came from uh, at Passu Chabson at Elbardo underscore TS. Why is Evie the most beautiful? Oh, well, that's just lies.
0: No, it's not. Maybe it's, you can I, answer I, that you're, you're,
2: uh...
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Well, I mean, you'd have to be to end up with Tali Essen, right? That's true. It's cause and effect. It's true.
2: It's true. It's the camera magic and it's the uh it's the it's the mirror mode on the camera. No, so the, I have a very asymmetrical face. Well, and uh the, the second most
0: uh the second most uh common comment we get after uh you're really tall, mm. for me, is like uh, and this goes on our channel generally, is like, wow, that dude is really punching. Yeah, yeah, we right, do- I think i think it's i think it's genuinely accepted that you know there is a more attractive person in every relationship and in this relationship evertel is definitely the attractive one and like not by a little bit you know some some it's you know the, you always know who the attractive person in the relationship is but it's not always so pronounced as it is in this relationship it's actually like a bit embarrassing to be fair i don't know what happened i guess you were just i was just like the first person that you met in this country yeah basically. we made
2: eye contact yeah. and i was like
0: i yeah. could do that so my advice for guys who would like to end up with a, a wife at where you're really punching, like uh, just hang out at an airport, I guess, and wait for people to arrive in the country and just make sure you're the first person they meet when they do.
2: In all seriousness, though, like genuinely, I used to be really, 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 really camera shy and really uncomfortable on camera and really uncomfortable in photos and really... Uh, yeah, and that comes across in our early videos. Like I'm just like, uh. and uh, well, you also kind of hated me for making you do it. Like, well, exactly. Oh, I hated it I just you... told you we a YouTube job. <laughs> exactly, and, and I was like, we like kind of discussed it Yeah,
0: before, we, have, we have. Yeah.
2: But then actually doing it, I I was, and I really genuinely struggled with it because it made me look at myself all the time and hear my own voice, and I I couldn't I couldn't handle it. And but however it's been really wonderful just like becoming more accepting and comfortable of myself and the way I talk and the way my mouth moves when I talk, which I don't like, but like, it's part of who I am. And I genuinely doing the channel and doing this has just given me some like really basic confidence and life skills I didn't have before. So yeah,
1: I'll take it. I will take it. That's great. That's really cool. Uh, At, uh, I'm probably going to Absolutely desecrate this name. But I'm really sorry. Uh, Noita underscore Rampu asked, Hi, Evie, how are you?
2: Oh, thanks. Hi. <laughs> I think that's Sunback actually. Get, get into
0: the hard was, hitting uh, questions there. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Always the, um, I'm doing great today. Thank you. <laughs> a little warm, but it's nice outside, and I'm looking forward to doing some work this afternoon. And yeah, I'm good. Hope you're good too.
0: I hope you're good too, even though you didn't so, ask.
1: <laughs> we do have some slightly more meaty questions as well so this first of which is from at gallows our lovely friend who says my question is what motivates you to continue making the amazing content that you create consistently about the same game and a bonus question are there any games you love to play but maybe don't get to play as much because of your wow commitments
0: Yeah, and, like, there are WoW commitments, definitely. Like, when, when, you know, you you do a news show in particular, like, about the game. So there is, like, a responsibility that you have to kind of keep up to date with stuff and and be on top of things. Um, But genuinely, like, the only motivation we really need to keep making WoW content is just that we really enjoy WoW and and Mm -hmm. like playing it. And, you know, we have discussed this a number of times because it is, like, a common thing we get asked is, like, well, what would you do if you didn't love WoW anymore? Would you...? And you know, the temptation would be to still make content because, you know, we pay our rent with it. Um, But uh, I kind of feel like I've seen so many creators for WoW and other games as well, who have fallen out of love with the thing that they make videos about. And that just always comes across in their content. And it makes the content no fun to watch. Like, I, I only want to watch someone who makes game content if they if they like that thing right and and if they have a joy in it you know if they're not if they're not just reviewing games then, then you can think what you want but like if you're making content about one specific game or a couple of specific games there has to be like a genuine joy in it and there has to be a genuine love in it otherwise i just don't really see the point point. and i would have no problems with not making wow content if if i just fell out of love with the game um my life would be a whole lot easier if i don't fall out of the game that's definitely true <laughs> but like um yeah if I, I i i'd happily make content about whatever i was playing if if you know that if i didn't love wow um and yeah, yeah. I, I so so like it's just just the fact that i'm always excited to talk about wow and i wow is a really good game for uh you know like law and speculation and um and and community kind of engagement and stuff so it, it feels like there always is new stuff to talk about i never have to force it if anything there's like stuff you have to not make videos about because you don't have time and uh i mean it's great and that's exciting as a content creator to, to be working with as well
2: yeah it, it's so cool wow is it's been around for so long that, you know, you have, like, academic papers written about, wow, and all, you know, uh, it, it's, like, representations of characters and race. Or, you know, how people use the blood plague to, you know, learn more about how epidemics spread. It's 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 so, it's really, really cool. And I love it. Just, like, as a piece of culture, um, it has that, like, status of something really interesting. That even after, you know, the game maybe eventually stops, you can still talk about it because there's so much in there.
0: Yeah, it's kind of, like world of warcraft and and the community around it and the content around it is bigger than whatever happens to be happening in the game exactly the yeah um and and our con- is a kind of a reflection of that a lot of the time i'd happily make content about other games though oh yeah at the end of the day there's nothing that i have the kind of in-depth knowledge of that i i do of wow like mm. there are games i love playing mm-hmm. um uh but I, there's no game i've ever put the hours into as well mm-hmm. i play final Fantasy fourteen uh like i always love kind of games like uh like divinity really looking forward to borders gate three we cannot wait and yeah we're gonna stream that i think yeah together um, and streaming is quite a good way of having other game content if needs be um but as far as making like in-depth videos on i, 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 mm. I could for final fantasy 14 but i'd feel like a bit of a fraud i've only played that game for four years right so um, yeah like you know i i played wow for like five or six by the time i actually started making content mm-hmm. on it and i think you know it, there is that much to know and mm-hmm. and to you have to really be involved in a community to make the kind of jokes about the game that we make mm-hmm. like because the jokes that we make you know it's not just oh this thing is good or bad or whatever it's like it has to come from an understanding of the subject and it has to come at a basic level from a love of the subject like i don't think someone who didn't i, I think someone whose job they see to critique the game they couldn't make the kind of jokes we make about the game because mm-hmm. those jokes have to come from a, a, a love and an enjoyment, um, and 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 yeah, I, I'm not sure there are many other games I could really do that about. So if we ever did make content about other games, it has to be more of a kind of a fleeting review style or something, or
2: yeah, like kind of just kind of a critical view yeah. overview of something, or just me talking about who I'm going to romance in Mass Effect yeah, Three t- and why. But I don't think we could like. <laughs> make I don't video. think we
0: could make content like as in like from from the heart of the community, like we do at the moment.
1: Excellent, excellent answer to a good question. Thanks for that, at Gallows. Uh, at Sterling DC Games asks, do T&E feel that their willingness to speak out on politics, social issues, etc., has helped or harmed, or possibly both or neither, their platform or growth? And for context, I really admire them for doing so. I just wondered about it from a business point of view it depends
0: how you class helping or hurting mm-hmm. like in terms of numbers, it's definitely hurt us mm-hmm. like, because of course it does. Like, you know, if you don't give any, any political views or, or moralistic views, then you're always going to be more, uh, kind of attractive and relative, uh, to more people, you know? And the second you start, unfortunately, like we talked about earlier, unfortunately things like, Equal rights are, you know, they're, they're, they're apparently a divisive subject, like, um, and, and of course, the second you get involved in any subject, which, yeah, which could be considered divisive, then that's going to alienate some people. Um, so, yeah, obviously, in terms of numbers, um, it definitely hurt us. And like, um, but in terms of the community that we have, mm-hmm. so much better. Um, yeah. You know, I, I feel like once you put that stuff out there, once you s- start saying, well, no, we're not going to put up with those kind of words or that kind of talk in our chat or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like creators, and this applies more to streams than on videos, because it's streams where you're really kind of showing more of your own personality. Like videos are scripted and you know much much shorter than a stream you're talking like 20 minutes as opposed to many many hours uh, of talking um so you know they are they're, they're more focused on the subject at hand where a stream you you talk and you interact with people in in real time and stuff like that so obviously more of your own personal views about stuff are going to come out um, and um i feel like that's perfectly natural and i uh, i i feel it's important to for a creator on stream to curate their community, right? Like for their own sake, as much as their streams. Like, so so it, it, it's a dual purpose. I, I want people in my stream to feel safe. Like I, I want them to feel confident that if some dude comes into our chat saying like something homophobic or something racist or something like transphobic, or just like something horrible. Just hateful. That I've got their backs, man. Yeah. And that they're not gonna have to put up with that. Like I, mm. I want them to know that my chat isn't somewhere where they have to put up with one of those thousand cuts that they have to take every single day, because like being a minority of any sort is incredibly difficult. And I, like I, I know that even though I don't have to experience it. Lucky for me um and so yeah like my my chat shouldn't have to worry about that and that is appropriate to the game as well because like the game is based on its community so if you're being if racist or or discriminatory or something you are affecting the game because you're affecting the community and i I think that's important so that there's that one thing but also as a creator just having a nice the the nicer community that that creates by having zero tolerance of that kind of stuff it's good for us too much better for (laughs) us and and for our mental health Yeah. yeah yeah Like uh, it means that the people that we surround ourselves with on stream and and stuff are much nicer people. Um, And so there is a selfish element to it as well. Like we don't have to pretend to be okay with people saying stuff we don't agree with because they might donate some subs or something, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's I think it's important. And I think I have been banging that drum for a long time Mm -hmm. and often got like quite a bit of criticism for it because I haven't always expressed it in a very good way. But I think more and more uh, streamers and bigger streamers as well are, are coming around to that, very, that way of thinking that it is kind of important and, and that creators do have a responsibility to kind of shape and form and curate their community and mm-hmm. make sure that those kind of destructive elements aren't a part of it. And, and I, I think that's becoming a, a, a more common approach now, yeah. which I think is really good because I can vouch it. It feels great. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, and and I'm also at the point where, I, I guess you have to have a little bit of a reckoning, or at least I did. Where kind of when we started the channel, I was definitely more open to the idea of being like completely new- neutral, whatever that might mean, you know, and and not really touching on anything that may seem even as remotely as like political or, or divisive. Um, but, yeah, I'm at the point, maybe it's just because I'm getting older, where I'm just like, you know, what? I, if we have a platform and if we have people who are willing to kind of listen and engage in a conversation, it's important to use that platform for what I think, personally, is good. So, yeah, that's that's kind of where we're also, at. So, it's like people talk about
0: this stuff and it is it is sadly political, but it shouldn't be. Like, you're just talking about... Should people be allowed equal rights and stuff? Well, yeah, like, yeah, and should that's people I, yeah. be allowed to exist? Well, of and course, that's, that's like, a, the given. Idea that that's a is, given. It is yeah. political, obviously. Of course, it is, but it shouldn't be. Like this is like again some pretty low bar stuff we're talking here. We're not exactly like campaigners or or trailblazers or anything. We just have a sense of right and wrong, and and like treating people like they're people is probably right. Yeah. That's what it comes to. it's a low bar.
2: I'm going to agree with you on that one.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah it's uh I I think you're right no 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 this this is a podcast you're allowed to talk that's the general point of it (laughs) and what you everything that you've said there is I you know all I can say is yes tick 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 I completely agree um I and I think there is a change with the way certainly in the last 18 months that I've been actively watching twitch more there is a change in the way people stream and the way people interact and less of that oh i'm going to be neutral because that's better for me uh, well it often isn't better for you or your community so um yeah. you know standing up for basic human rights is a thing so it's a good thing uh at tv yeah. quick uh, sorry TV no at Twitch yeah. tv yeah yeah uh, i'm going to Let's get this right eventually. At Twick TV, my question would be, given their position with WoW and it being part of their professional lives, can they foresee a scenario due to decisions made by Blizzard regarding WoW that they would stop playing and cease making WoW content?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, I feel like we touched on that in a previous question. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I mean, for me, I honestly wouldn't even need that. Like, uh, yeah, of course, of course, like you can come up with any scenario where there'd be a good reason for me to stop playing. Like, I feel like if the if the microtransactions or something got too much or if I I felt like, uh, you know, I, I, you know, any kind of thing about the game being made or presented or the company that makes it could could make me fall out of love with the game. But also, like, you could just get bored. Mm. (laughs) like you don't need a good reason to dislike a video game i say this all the time Mm. like you just don't need a good reason to dislike any form of art you know it doesn't matter like i love divinity 2 but if someone doesn't like divinity 2 because they don't like the font that the words are written in that's a perfectly valid reason for not liking divinity 2 or if you just like maybe you just don't feel it that's absolutely like i I feel like one of of the problems with the internet at the moment is that People, it's not okay, that people feel like they need a reason and they feel like it needs to be a good reason to dislike or to like something. And so they, they spend so long justifying to themselves that the reason they don't like this thing, is a good objectively true reason Mm -hmm. and so what that creates is this discourse where if someone disagrees with you well they must be objectively wrong so if someone likes a thing that you don't like or doesn't like a thing that you do like well you've justified your reasons for this as being objectively true right so if someone disagrees with you they must be wrong and if they continue being wrong about this objective thing they must be a bad person (laughs) Um, it's amazing
2: how quickly we get to that point (laughs) this is how we get into the
0: situation where if if you like wow and i don't then you are a bad person and like this is literally where the discourse is at and 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 like you don't need a good reason i don't care if you dislike wow for no reason it doesn't matter like you're allowed to dislike it for a good reason or for for um an absolute nonsense reason it's art it's completely subjective um and you're not wrong but you don't have to be right either. And I feel like that's the important thing. So, yeah, I could wake up one day and just not fancy it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: I think it happens. <laughs> um, and, like, you know, uh, and that would be a perfectly valid reason for me to not play it anymore. Uh, as valid, honestly, as Bobby Kotick changing all the faces in WoW to be his face made of gold. Like,
2: <laughs> that would be as
0: valid a reason. Just, right. just not fancying it. Yeah. like
1: Mm-hmm oh that I, I i'm gonna have nightmares about that now
2: <laughs> yeah i'm
1: like
0: as long as it is nightmares not sexy dreams you're fine
2: good god
1: don't kink shame Tally. i <laughs> hear he's on the market don't kink shame the same <laughs> oh good lord now i have to compose myself again that's horrible thought um at Orchid Cheeky, ha- yeah, just just everybody just take a moment and <laughs> get that image out of your mind. <laughs> At Orchid Cheeky wants to know: Does Tally know he is a bi icon?
0: I'm like genuinely not the first person to say that. <laughs> um, uh, it's it's quite funny actually. I, the first I kind of became aware of of not because obviously I'm not a bi icon but like of that subject being raised um like was at blizzcon i remember uh uh multiple people coming up to me in in first blizzcon at kind of like meet and greets and stuff and just going i love your low key bisexuality yeah, yeah.
2: And
0: it's like oh cool awesome i mean i'm not bisexual i like in as much as like everyone is in a way right yeah, so everyone everyone on everyone's, the on, everyone's on a spectrum everyone's on spectrum yeah so of course i am and and maybe maybe uh just With my my comfort levels, with my own sexuality, maybe I'm I'm happy to appear more bisexual than I am. Do you think Um, it's
2: all the constant crushing on Idris? (laughs) Do you think that maybe contributes?
0: I I go. I I, (laughs) sorry, that's not a crush. Idris is his own
2: sexuality.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like it's his own gender. (laughs) Like it's he's Idris. There's 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 nothing else. Idris isn't even a cheat. Idris is the guy that any straight guy. You'd be like so if you had to idris they would they wouldn't even let you finish the question they'd be like of course um uh, but like no no I mean, I mean i i also like i i guess i come from a theater background and um like i, I don't know i've just always i i i think it's awesome that uh, i give a, a bisexual vibe that's much cooler than i actually am in real life <laughs> <laughs> um, long may people believe it to be true Long may people think I'm cooler than I actually am That's My lifelong ambition really Is for that to happen
1: The wonders of the internet They can make us seem, all seem so much cooler than we actually are Dude, um, We are sitting sorry. here with bisexual <laughs> I was lighting, just going to point right, right <laughs> that <There laughs> to you <laughs> are it's yeah. Great.
2: There we are <laughs> And our logo is kind of Well, yeah yeah. Yeah. When you really think about it, I guess I feel so. like we're given all the signals.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: but I
1: like I think we're yeah,
0: very open people, very like comfortable people. Yeah. Yeah. Um but if, if a way that's represented is that is that uh, you know, people like of, of all different kinds of people feel comfortable with us and feel safe in in our environment and our community, then that's amazing and brilliant and more than we deserve.
1: That's, yeah, that's, that's what, I think that's what it all comes down to, isn't it? If we create those safe spaces, then that's what we're here for and what we want to do. So, at Macaruso1976, a little bit of a trolley question. When did Charlie Cox start doing WoW videos? (laughs) Ah!
0: We've had this since day one, Yeah, since we started uh, the, the channel, and it's yeah. always been really funny because uh, lots of people know my history and a lot of people don't, but I was at drama school with Charlie Cox, uh, who plays Daredevil, and we played brothers, like, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um hilariously. Like, uh, school, uh, and he obviously went on to become he was kind of famous before he actually started before he even went there, to be honest. Uh, and he left early because he was doing a film without Pacino, right? Um but we've we've stayed very good friends. Um and I kind of I remember when I got together with uh Evertel, um and uh, it was before the channel started or anything, obviously. But, um, you know, you were doing that thing that a lot of people do of, like, really crushing on Tom Hiddleston and uh, and um, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch at the time.
2: Okay, listen, who doesn't?
0: I, I, in this day and age, less people. Okay,
2: fewer people like, now. I feel like, been, especially
0: sure. Benedict, just maybe one of those ones we look back on and be we're
2: like, like, what was going oh, on there? No, no, he always has a place in my heart and in fair, my locker.
0: Fair. <laughs> As in... I, was like, I was like, look, I don't want to be a dick, right? But... Would it be possible that you didn't crush on them quite so hard? Because the thing you've got to understand is, I don't mind, right? It doesn't bother me. But like with my job the chances that we're going to meet Benedict Cumbatch and Tom Hiddleston (laughs) are actually like relatively high. Like we will meet them at parties and like functions and things like like, that. And you like, yeah, whatever. Whatever. Within like two months, we yeah. met Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, we did. And like, um, like uh, <laughs> a couple of years ago, we went to see Charlie Cox, my friend, in a play which Tom Hiddleston was also in. And I think it's probably the coolest you've ever felt was when Eat. we were because we, we went. We met Charlie for like some food before the show, and uh, and we caught up. He'd never met um Evertel before, so it was really lovely. Yeah, it's really um, nice. Um, and he was like, "Well, uh, well, let's meet up again after the show. Come backstage." And uh, we were like, yeah, that'd be, that'd be amazing. And he was like, great, what are your seat numbers? And we sat down in our seats at, in a crowded auditorium and uh, an usher came up to us and was like, oh, are you Taliesin Nevertel? And we Me, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they are like, okay, so Charlie has asked me to come and get you after the show. So you just stay where you are when everyone else has gone and we'll take you. And they were speaking really loud. Yeah,
2: hilariously. And like, everyone in and the let audience let be- was like... <laughs> <it's>
0: like... <laughs> <laughs> and and, and, and Evertel was just sitting there like beaming. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and we went backstage and like as the show had finished and Tom Hiddleston was still there, like just having finished the show. And, like
2: sweating, and just standing there and like, and, like,
0: and, and was like Well "What is Tom, and we were like, Oh hi, hi. And, and he was like, Oh hi. Um uh, so like yeah, it was it was weird that um I was right and you did meet all of those people. Yeah, you I did crush on yeah, much but, more than me.
2: But you know, you get older <laughs> you realise you can still crush on people and like admiringly crush them. It... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I on then, I, uh, my brain just went somewhere else completely. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it changes, obviously. And, you know, I was younger and obviously, you know, I just generally liked uh, English people. I had a bit of a crush on a lot of English people. Spendly. So you've ticked that box and now, that. now I've gotten over it. <laughs>
0: I used to really crush on English people. <laughs> then I met you and I'm over it. Um, but it was it was funny those comments that we used to get in the early days of the channel saying I didn't know Charlie Cox made Wow content because I was like, oh <laughs> like literally a friend of mine. I this know. Really I weird. know. Um. So yeah. So I mean, yeah, we
2: still do funny. have to get him on on the stream or video. I know we but...
0: got a photo together, but yeah, like, we, did, yeah we did. It'd be did. funny to get him on the stream. Oh, He's god. not very technically savvy though.
2: Oh my god, he didn't know was, what gifs were.
0: We, were, we so, were like, he was he kind of leaned over to us and was like, "Hey guys, you know what a gif is."
2: like dude
0: we a, yes we're pretty online he's like, like sometimes
2: cool? people make gifts of me and we're like
0: mm-hmm. wow charlie that's amazing and he's like yeah sometimes they make gifts of uh of tom and so me and tom we just have this whatsapp group where we send each other gifts of each other that we've <laughs> <turned on. laughs> like, but i think he genuinely taught like, he thinks he taught us what gifts yeah yeah, yeah
2: yeah it was
1: so sweet it was so sweet Less. i think we're sitting at
0: home that night like it's good. That I told and Never Tell, you, tell you what gifts are. That'll probably help them in their YouTube video. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Bless his little heart. <laughs> yeah, he's lovely as well. He's yeah. like
0: genuinely one of the most lovely people.
1: Yeah. That's really sweet. Well, the next question comes from somebody who was in chat. I don't know if she's had to dip out, but this is from uh at wife of Avalon in chat or at Lady Avalon 8 on uh, Twitter, who is the new one of the new Sticky Bandits who came in via your stream, guys. So she came over to me when you hosted us and then joined right. the Blooming Guild, didn't she? Uh, and she says... Sweet. Uh, yeah. Evie and Tally really helped me through a tough pregnancy and have been a constant during a pandemic. My question is, how do they feel the pandemic has impacted on them both as parents and how has it impacted on the community? And PS, any... Uh, Annie and Evander do share a birthday. That's amazing. <laughs>
0: well, congratulations. Congrats. That's, That's a incredible. great name too. Um, yeah, seriously. Um, and 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 thank you. Uh, like yeah. one of the most amazing things, and something that we never ever thought of when we first started the channel was if like you know some people find comfort in it, and and like in some. Uh, rare cases, it helps people through tough times and things like that. And, and we're fortunate enough to be able to hear from those people a lot of the time. And, and that makes us feel amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, like, obviously, that's just incredible. And Oh, and, yeah.
2: And we love hearing those stories. Like people will drop us a message or email us or something just to tell us about, you know, how we, yeah, just made them smile through some difficult time and yeah. that is uh, I never expected that and that is the most rewarding part of all of this definitely thing.
0: definitely um so grats uh how has the that- pandemic affected being parents we talk about this quite a lot don't we
2: yeah yeah I mean you know when you first have a baby like motherhood parenthood it is it is a bit of a bubble and you are kind of in isolation anyway so lockdown started here in the UK literally the week after he was born and uh that was a week or two after and that you know it felt scary apart from being like petrified like about what was happening in the world just being in the house doing the parenting thing was really really lovely and it's actually been in some ways it's been really wonderful because it's allowed us to kind of set up routines for him and to like really focus on him and dedicate like really structured time to our child together and that's amazing i mean one of the downsides is obviously that you know we don't get to see our families as much and although that's changing now thank goodness hopefully that that will stay um so that's that's been that's been tough but um there, it has also had its benefits i feel that we've just spent loads and loads of time together just as a little like family threesome yeah it's been and Asheville i love that
0: and uh, like because we both work from home as well
2: uh, yeah oh, we've been lucky, so that's super in that lucky sense, as well yeah.
0: and and uh, we haven't had the worries with work and employment that a lot of people have had in the pandemic. So that's helped. Mm-hmm. And we've, we've been able to very much focus on, on Anirin and sort of raising him. And, um uh, and it's been brilliant. And um he only started going to play school, like going to daycare uh, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like literally no one else had ever looked after him. We've spent every day of his life with him so far. And, and, and up until that point, literally every hour of his life with mm-hmm. him. And um, it's so weird, like no other family member has ever looked after our baby. Uh, so like we we just haven't had a date night.
2: Yeah, there are lots of n- like, things that like we that. expected um, to do, like, you know, yeah. traveling, going out, just doing stuff that, you know, we haven't been able to do yet.
0: So, you know, I like at the moment we're planning to, uh, you know we're trying to build the relationship between Annie and his grandparents so that we can dump him on them to go on a guild holiday. <laughs> uh, we're, we're literally planning on dumping him with grandparents so that we can stream Baldur's Gate for a week
2: when that comes. Out. Yeah. You know, when, when BlizzCon comes around <laughs> yeah, again exactly. in real life. Yeah, you know, we
0: can't take him with us. Yeah. And plenty of stuff that we can. So, yeah, but, um, in many ways, I feel like having an kind of helped us through the pandemic really gave us a focus and gave us a reason to not be going out and or to to not be sad that we weren't going out and stuff like that so
2: and to not be afraid as much because you know we had this amazing little person with us so yeah so wife of avalon i hope you've you've had a after your pregnancy i'm glad to hear everything has worked out i hope you and evander have been having a good time together through the pandemic
1: I've seen some pictures. He is super cute. So I think I think they're doing oh. all right.
2: It helps when they're
1: cute. Yeah. <laughs> it does. Mine's gone past the cute stage now. He's just into being nine years old and uh. being bored by everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we just have a couple more questions. At Scrubs versus... Um, which is the podcast hosted by Syrib and Prajali and his scrubs versus the world. And also at Tom lower 17, we're wondering all wondering the same thing. How do you push through the disheartening ne- negativity in the wow community, which we've kind of touched on a little bit with it being around quite a bit at the moment. How do you guys address going through that?
0: I feel like, um, uh, I mean, I, I try and uh, kind of see it for what it is. Um, and I feel like uh, I've said this before, it's got me in trouble, but like, I feel like a uh, wow is kind of unique in, in what it is, right. There's the, you know, there have been games like wow, but not to the same level of popularity and popular for so long and played by so many different types of people and things like that. Um, and, and you know, with this narrative and stuff like that, and 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 you know, it's it is th- technically the same game that it was in in two thousand and four. You know, it's not a sequel or anything like that. Um, and a lot of it's understandable that people criticise things, and people are upset with things, and and people are annoyed by things, and people would like to see things improved. That's perfectly natural. Part of the the kind of the the double edged sword with WoW is because of the size of its community. Um, it has a huge creator community as well and and you know like we're proof of that like there's no way someone as talentless as me should be able to be a creator but it's got such a a large community that that we're able to eke out a living in that and and the thing is when you've got such a large creator community as a creator you've always got to have something to talk about so you know you've you've always and, and and as a creator kind of your uh your um legitimacy is always very important right you've got to be real you're got to be telling it how it is and it's a natural thing that you're always going to be seen as being more truth-telling if you're saying negative stuff mm-hmm. you know um uh that's just a human brain thing we we associate negativity with truth more than we do positivity that's like just science Um, And and so, like, I'm not saying anyone does this on purpose or, or, you know, like uh, consciously even. But, you know, especially with streaming now as well, it's not even when you're having to make videos about something every day. You are online every day and you've got to have an opinion on everything. And, um, you know, every day you've got to have an opinion on everything. So the longer time goes with content droughts and the longer patches and things are, the more the things that you have to have opinions on are smaller things that don't really matter. I think like conduit energy is a really good example of that. Like conduit energy is obviously rubbish. Obviously like is silly. Shouldn't be in the game. No one likes it. There's literally no one that likes conduit energy. There's no one that would care if it was taken out of the game. Um but does it really matter? Nah, not really. It's not important, is it? Does it matter enough to be really, really, really upset about? No, exactly, no. exactly. And, and and something we're seeing in the community at the moment, in my opinion, is, like, this massively disproportionate mm-hmm. um, uh, anger and upset about conduit energy. Something that, in the grand scheme, it just doesn't matter, does it? Like, there's a, a tiny amount of players that it affects badly, but, you know, even then, like, in the grand scheme of things, it just doesn't matter. And, um that you know but because we have to have something to talk about all the time the the thing and because like we're naturally going to focus and and kind of veer towards more negative things suddenly something as relatively unimportant as condo energy takes on a much more important meaning and, and becomes much of a bigger thing than i think it really warrants or deserves and that's just an example of how that kind of thing can happen and, and that can obviously happen on a grander scale um and and it can happen with things which like because condor energy is bad and to criticize it is right mm-hmm. like people who are criticizing condor energy aren't wrong but it just takes on this this bigger importance and when that is happening day after day with everything like i can and, and so I, I feel like it's important to recognize that you know people aren't wrong for criticizing the game um and you know I, but i just feel like i guess i've said this before as well for me content warning sexual for me world of warcraft is like blowjobs okay now i like blowjobs just so you know um they're great no they're really good <laughs> however and you know in my lifetime i've i've had a few i've i'm I'm lucky enough to say and you know i if i had to i could probably rank them and i could probably say there were some that were particularly good and i would probably have to say that there's some that were probably bottom of the pile as far as receiving uh, a blowjob goes right feeling very judged right now and the thing is right no you're top of the top end top end um and the thing is like even the ones that in on a scale of blowjobs are bottom of the pile even like the bad examples of blowjobs that i've received they were still blowjobs so really they were still good because i've decided that i like blowjobs right so even a bad blowjob to me even a bad example of a blowjob is still better than not having a blowjob and, and i feel like that with wow right? so like I like WoW. WoW is awesome. Like, WoW is really fun. And I can give you examples of WoW when it's especially good, like Legion. And I can give you examples of WoW that hasn't been so good, like WOD. But it's still WoW. And I like the fundamentals of WoW. And I like like what WoW is, so even when WoW isn't at its best, it's still good enough for me to be better than a lot of other things and something that I choose to play. So, you know, whereas criticizing the game is all right and proper and something that should be done, especially by content creators, uh, it helps to keep it in perspective as well and go, you know, okay, wasn't the best blow job, but better than not.
2: I literally cannot top that metaphor, so. <laughs>
0: Your choice of words is <laughs> very good there. isn't
2: it? Yeah. <laughs> I could have... Tended,
0: I could have made that less sexual, and I could have you, said pizza or something. You could have said pizza. Yeah,
2: you you know. could have said literally <sighs> anything else. I, I think I think we all get the point. Um, man, if we'd if we'd done like whole a interview whole interview, I, and you hadn't made a sexual
1: me. metaphor, I would have been disappointed, so... <laughs> but like, yeah, so WOD is, is a bad example
0: of WoW, but it's still a game that I played and really enjoyed, because, like, it relative to other wow expansions i didn't enjoy it but relative to like pretty much any other that game that year i really enjoyed it because i'm feeling really like wow it just speaks to me and i like it yeah. So, yeah and
2: and like i know we we all have loads of time and like money and effort invested in wow like and we you know we've put a lot into it and i know people can be upset when they feel like they're not getting stuff back but like it is a video game at the end of the day and it's a form of entertainment for some people, it's their jobs, but for most people, it's just something that you 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 play like that's that's it, and just like having a little perspective is is helpful. Yeah, like I say, just switching off for a bit, focusing on something else, um, just yeah, remembering, like what things are worth getting really, really, really upset about.
0: And do you know what? I think that's it. I think like you know. Well, I'm sure you. Well, you probably haven't heard, but I have been called a shill every now. And then yeah, well, for World of Warcraft. Okay. And the thing That's is, like, uh, I, 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 think what it comes down to is, well, yeah, I think what it comes down to is, like, I, I think I criticize and I point out the things that are wrong with the game just as much as anyone else. I just care less about those things like i just i just describe those things less importance because if i if i if i cared <laughs> yeah. about them as much as some other people seem to just stop playing the game yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if yeah. i actually cared mm-hmm. that much about like the things that i can criticize about wow mm. i wouldn't stick around yeah. like yeah. if I, if they if they upset me that much i'd be like well that was fun but never mind um you know so like the fact that i'm still playing wow shows i don't care that much about them
2: mm-hmm. like and it's not that you that don't fun. care about the game or the state it's of the exactly, game or the game exactly. being good or all these, but it, it is important to just kind of take that step yeah, back I and don't. be like
1: just a game at the end of the day isn't it so the community final is. community question then <laughs> from my very good friend at retake control also known to me as verdi who would win in a fight preach or Bellulor? and there have been a couple of votes on this already but i'm gonna let you uh, make your decisions first <laughs> so,
0: this is difficult because like it's an impossible question to answer because obviously Preach would win because mm-hmm. the man's a monster. Bell's like two foot shorter than Evertel, so like Preach would absolutely destroy him. <laughs> However, it's a moot point because Preach would never fight. He, he wouldn't would never fight. He's too good of a dude. A because he's too nice of a person, mm-hmm. and B because you know he knows the power he has, and to use it would be like using a deadly weapon. You need you need a license to wield the kind of power that Preach does.
2: He yeah. And uh, we've seen Preach angry in real life about kind of like more real life things, like not just game stuff. And that man like has his priorities like yeah. sorted. Like he has his head on straight. He's an absolute diamond. He, yeah. he, and he is. And like he's he is a legit dude. And so, yeah, you would never. That's the thing. I don't think you could actually incur Preach's real wrath um, unless you did something like really, yeah. really, really.
0: And especially not Bellular, He's part of the gang, you know. So like, Preach wouldn't fight Bellulah. No, Preach would sit him down and be like, "I'm very disappointed."
2: Oh, <laughs> oh. that's even oh. worse. I know. Oh.
0: Bellulah yeah. obliterated.
2: Yeah, <laughs> um, and that's it, and that's it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'll, 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 no
2: back from yeah. You. so at the end of the day, Preach yeah. would win.
1: Yeah, I think uh, the re- the re- we got a reply from at Luminator uh, who said, "I vote Preach." And chat is saying, "Preach hands down." So. But like like you say I don't I don't Preach, think he would Preach ever would go really there. It's just it. not his style. No.
0: Peach would win the fight, but Belly Low would get more videos out of it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> content. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Everyone was waiting. For it. <laughs> you did it. Well done. <laughs> you didn't let me down, Tally. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> But that brings us to the end like, of the yeah, interview. The fight oh, good. <laughs> no, it's okay. Come on. on. No more. No more. No, like... no. <laughs> so if for some peculiar reason, people don't know where to find you guys, where can they find you? And is there anyone that we haven't already mentioned that you would like to give a shout out to?
0: Um, You can find us. On our new website, which Evertel has just finished making. Tell them about the website, EverTel.
2: So it hasn't been Yay! published yet. Uh, you will be able to get to it if you type in tallyessonandevertel.com, although that's a bit of a, ni- a mouthful. So uh, we do also have the domain T and E, like T A N D E, dot TV. Oh, nice. Uh, that will also direct to our website. So we will eventually have a website in the next few days. It'll go live. In the meantime, if you need to find us, uh, we are on YouTube. Look up Taliesin and Avitel. Uh We are on Twitch as well.
0: Taliesin and Evitel.
2: Taliesin and Eventel, no and. We should really, you know.
0: And Twitter. And oh, you know, Twitter. No, but there's not enough characters on- oh no twitter. that's why there's no end
2: yeah so so you'll find us everywhere on twitter as well either as talias and evertel or talias and And we're very easy to
0: find yeah we're all over the place mate yep um and a shout out wise you no know, just everyone who's listening to this yeah, thank and, uh, you everyone for, for tuning in great time thank you very much it's been awesome
1: thank you very much for coming oh god oh i'll just have a moment to compose myself <laughs> would you like to stick around for the community heroes or do you need to shoot off
0: I think we're going to have to shoot off, have to off Sorry, we got uh, a bit behind on a couple of videos But yeah. we will catch up by listening to it we Once the episode is ready
2: And also shout out to Brico, uh, uh, Brico. I hope you have good dreams now. Yeah, hope Brico's, Brico's doing okay dreams. I hope he's uh, okay Getting through the power cut I hope
0: <laughs> He's going to be like, I'm really sorry I slept through the podcast Man, I was having the weirdest dreams about blowjobs and pizza Though, very strange <laughs> It was strange because usually there's my Friday night dreams. For <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, he will be kicking himself, I'm sure. I'm sure. But if you guys need to go, please do. And I will, I'll carry on streaming, guys. Don't worry. The rest of the show will still carry on on the stream. You'll just have to make do with me. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. much, guys. Yeah. It's Thank been a you, pleasure. It's been so wonderful. Thank you. Bye.
2: Bye. Holy shit, you guys, it just spent the Oh my god.
1: Okay, let's get into our community heroes. So I have a nomination this week, and that is the marvellous Cell Heels. Cell is hosting a hashtag Azeroth Pride event on June the 5th on the North American and the EU servers. You can find Cell on Twitter at Cell Heels, or you can even follow me at Dimitroth as I am helping out on the EU side. Uh, but you will find all the details on Cell. Cell's Twitter is probably the best place. and That's at C-E-L-H-E-A-L-S uh, for Azeroth Pride on June the 5th and that's across NANEU servers again now Retake Control who I think is still with us in chat and is my lovely friend uh, did a shout out for Minty of WRA which I guess is Wormrest Accord from the Mistweaver community always super happy to help out may Yulon forever bless your casts so that's from Retake Control to Minty Uh, Dracoris who I know has been with us would like to nominate at Discordian Kitty who I know has also been with us in chat today Uh, This week she's put together a discord talking law stuff with the nicest people and it's been the bright spot of an otherwise not amazing week. At Lady Avalon who I know has had to duck duck duck, what start I'll start that one again. (laughs) This is what happens when you do the whole show on your own you start like forgetting words and you just can't speak anymore. Anyway at Lady Avalon 8 who I know has had to duck out says, I would like to nominate at Chumpa Chump uh, as community hero for being so open and honest and making his community feel so loved and welcome. I would always second that. I think Chumpa Chump is probably our most nominated person in community heroes. Um, He's just such a top chap. He was streaming earlier. I don't know if he still is. Um, Oh, he's in chat. He's in chat right now. So if you're not watching us live... uh, I'm really sorry, but you'll miss Chumpa Chump dropping into chat um, and getting his Community Heroes nomination. Uh, And finally, at Miss Lystra, uh, sent a shout out to Honours Hammer for dungeon diving with us this past weekend. He was so calm and understanding. So there we go. There we go. And that's it, folks. We don't have any reviews or shout-outs for this episode, but we will be back in uh, a couple of weeks' time. Around the 13th of June is our next interview. We'll have another round of Community Heroes, and we'll have more from the World of Warcraft. Until then, you can find us both on Twitter. You can find the show at Third Faction Show, which is 3 Show, or you can find me on at Dimitinoth, which is D-E-M-E. T e r n o t h, or you can find my wonderful co-host. Hopefully, he will be there on at O Stud, which is B r i c c o s t u d. You can catch the live show at Twitch.tv forward slash the Third Faction Show. But please follow the Twitter account for announcements on uh, as when as times do change. Like we normally record on a Sunday, this one was recorded on a Friday because that was how we could get T D in. Oh my God. <sighs> and for other links on where to find us, you can visit the website at thethirdfaction.com and you can email the show on thethirdfactionshow at gmail.com. If you would like to support us, you can do so at patreon.com forward slash the third faction show. We will always be free, but your support does go to help cover some of the costs and will enable us to bring you a lot more in the future. <laughs> if that's not for you the very best thing you can do is leave us a review on your chosen podcast platform and at the great warcraftradio.com forward slash directory but if that's not for you then just tell your friends about us folks that's all I ask and remember be kind to yourselves and each other